Shaloha, everybody. Rabbi Rachel here. Super stoked to be here with you all. It's been a while since I've been called to share, but I stand here on the air of Yom Kippur, the beautiful half moon in the sky coming up on the fall equinox off of Rosh Hashanah, and I just felt called to do this since I'm unable to put on um, a Yom Kippur service this year. So I felt like a Yom Kippur Rosh Hashanah high holiday podcast, if you will, was a better way to go with it. So I'm happy to be here, happy to be sharing with you all. I've got kind of a little bit I want to touch base on today as we, you know, finish and conclude this holy, holy week and really begin our new year and prepare to fast and have the Day of Atonement, the Day of Atonement. But before we get to any of that, please join me in just taking a deep breath. Close your eyes if you're somewhere safe to do so, and if you haven't already. Just feeling that energy flow through the body, your breath, whatever it is that breathes you, gives you life, it's bigger than us. Flowing through at all moments, no matter when we stop to acknowledge it or not. Just us and our breath. Just us and that link to source, that connection to Creator. Baruch Ata Adonai, Eloheinu Melech Olam. Shahekianu, Vikiamanu, Vihigianu, Azman Hazah. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, creator of the universe, the one who gives us life, sustains us, and blesses us. Thank you for giving me this moment. Thank you for giving us this breath. Thank you for giving us this life. Amen and all women. And also, as I begin this episode and we begin this um, journey together right now, I just personally want to take a moment to say, ask for forgiveness to anyone listening right now. If there's anything I've done this past year or even prior that has hurt you in some way or hasn't been a reflection of my highest good, I am sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you, and I appreciate being able to start. 5782, enter the day of at one mint with a clean heart. That kind of transitions me into um, what I want to talk about today, which is it being Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the high holidays. There's so much going on in our world. We're being called to really stop and focus on repentance, prayer, righteousness, charity, um, we're being really, really summoned to actually do that, to go to our neighbors and our friends and to see where we have become disconnected with them and make an opportunity and make a way to reconnect and to see where we may have falsely judged another, where we may have failed to falsely um, 
have all the proper facts or details where we may have judged ourselves, where we might have engaged in Lashon Hurrah or speech, hateful speech, if you will, anytime we're not being impeccable with our word. I was just talking to someone about this um, this morning, actually, and I have a dear congregant who's sick, and she was saying, Rabbi, I haven't heard a podcast in a while. I would love it if you'd talk a little bit about this. And the thing about Lashon Hurrah is it can even be things that are true. So if you're saying something behind someone's back, even if what you're saying is true and it's not necessarily gossip, the fact they're not there to defend themselves or to speak up for themselves in any way automatically makes it Lashon Hurrah and automatically makes it a sin, if you will, a negative mark against our soul, a negative mitzvot, a negative commandment, if you will. Everybody always thinks about a mitzvah being a positive thing, but there are 613 mitzvot, things we're told to honor, and some of them are things that we're not supposed to do. And Lashon Hurrah is a big one of those. And I've experienced this a lot personally, I feel like, lately with everything going on in my personal life and being a leader within the community and hearing things and things being misconstrued and everything that's going on politically and hearing people make assumptions and all these things going on. And I'm just kind of sitting here like we're all being called to stop the shofar sounds. We're called to slow down. We are called to let go and we are called to atone. We are called to become at one, at one with ourselves and at one with God. And when we're coming from that place of true oneness, there is no separation from the other. There is no pro or anti. There is no divide. There is just unity. That oneness, that is monotheism, that is Hashem, that is Adonai. We are one God, one people. We are sharing the same breath. We are sharing the same life. We are sharing the same earth. Love your neighbor as yourself means that you see your neighbor as yourself. You see them as God the way you are God. You know that that energy and that source and that essence is flowing through you just as it flows through everyone around you. And so when we judge or we speak poorly or we come from this place where we can't see the oneness, the love within one another, we disconnect more and more and more and we transgress more and more and more away from what it is God needs us to do, whatever it is that's bigger than us needs us to do. Repentance, prayer, and charity. Repentance. Repentance has this like really bad (laughs) reputation, if you will, for being, you know, say this and this and this and it'll get better. Repentance truly means freedom. Repentance means that you yourself are allowing yourself to be free from anything that is weighting you down, whether it's the energy of another person, a conflict that you might have had, whether it's a a transgression that you yourself might have done, if you let yourself down, if you let God down, if you let your friends or your family down, that opportunity to say, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you practice of ho'oponopono, the practice of repentance, the practice of making things right, automatically does just that, seals that circle. And God's like, all right, that energy circle's complete. And then when we go into prayer, we, we think about meditation. We go into that place where we are connected to God, where when you close your eyes and you feel source flowing through you and you know that it's bigger than you, that's prayer. 
It doesn't matter what you say. Prayer isn't asking for a genie to come and fix all of your things. Prayer is when you and your heart open up to truly speak to whatever it is that's bigger than you and then allow that to respond with what you put out you get back. And then sadaka, righteousness, charity, is just that, being righteous, being giving, coming from that place of not righteous indignation, of righteous, I know what's right and I know what's wrong and I know what's good and I know what's better from you, but righteous in the place of righteous with your actions, where you come from a place of loving kindness, where we don't judge one another, where we don't push one another, where we stand together no matter what and we understand that our differences are what make us one. (sighs) We're just being called right now (laughs) in these times that are just turbulent. I don't know anyone else who isn't feeling the pull of the collective trauma that's going on around us. There's growth. There's awakening. We're in a time of transition, and growth is painful. I watch my daughter have growing pains, and they hurt. Growth isn't easy or comfortable. It's super uncomfortable. When Moses led the Exodus, it was uncomfortable. We talk about the story, you know, tell the Torah portion, the binding of Isaac, the Akidah, on Rosh Hashanah, where Abraham takes his only son that he's waited 100-plus years for to the top of the mountain, only to sacrifice him to God. But what happens in that moment is he calls out God, he nanny, he nanny, here I am, here I am. And in that moment, he has that power and he feels that connection to God and he's guided to do the right thing. God says that was all I needed was for you to show me that you could feel this connection, that you could come up and you would give everything for me. Because that is what true love is, giving everything and knowing that that connection with source is all we ever have. We're born alone, we die alone. In the past week, I've seen more babies be born, so many of my friends become pregnant, and I've also had congregants become super, super ill and on the verge of passing all within a few days. This is life. This is death. This is rebirth. This is growth. And the thing I've learned about birth and death from having a child myself and experiencing birth to being with people as they transition in that very moment is no matter what, we're always truly alone with that one breath, with that oneness, with that that God, that essence, that whatever it is that we take that breath when we come in and then something takes it back from us when it's time to leave. And that our time here is sacred and precious. And we're meant to do something with it and not be divided and not look at our differences as something scary or fearful. We're meant to choose love. Love, love, love. And I wrote down months ago what the theme for this podcast was going to be, the theme, the title, the mantra, if you will. And it was, I am free. And when I think about repentance and prayer and doing good deeds and being of service, that creates freedom. When you are connected to God and you come from this place of not caring, (laughs) 
about anything other than your connection with God, meaning that you make things right with those around you, no matter how difficult it might be, no matter how uncomfortable it might seem, you are free. When you pray, you are free. When you give of yourself and be of service, you are free. So the day of atonement, the day of at one calls us to be free. To be at one with the moment. Present with whatever is. Because that is where we find source. That is where we find God. That is where we heal and grow and change. Which we are being so very called to do. So we stand up and say, I am free. The word freedom has been so convoluted and thrown around recently. But freedom comes from within, no matter what is going on in the world around you. The freedom that comes from knowing that you can't control anything, that you can't control another human being, You can't control our policies. We can't control our government. We can't control other people. We can't control animals. We can't control our children, our family members. We can't even control anything except ourselves. And when we recognize that, we know and then accept that knowing that we must completely relinquish control. Say, he, nanny, here I am, and allow something bigger than us to come down. That is when we say, I am free. When we are all in that rainbow, that beautiful reminder that God, Hashem, Adonai, whatever it is that's bigger than us that cannot be named if we want to get technical about it because it's just that vast and that big. Whatever it is, made a promise, a commitment, a contract to support us no matter what if we upheld our end of the bargain. I challenge everyone who's listening to this right now to see really deep and uncomfortably and go into it where you might have not upheld your end of the bargain, where there are circles, holes, if you will, pukas, that you can fill so you can be free. Because forgiveness is not saying that you're okay with what someone else did to you. Forgiveness is saying, I'm no longer allowing you to have the power over me of being angry and giving you energy. If we give energy to the things that we don't want, we receive more of that which we don't want. When we give energy to what it is we desire, what we want to manifest to healing and growth and love and freedom and our own personal connection with the divine. I am free. You are free. (sighs) Having all the feelings of Yom Kippur, guys, I've had a lot of stuff come up. 
everything all at once within the past week. It's crazy that week between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Safir got sick right before Rosh Hashanah. I mean, it was just, it's been unbelievable. And for me, just sharing right now, I'm feeling how grateful I am that I saw all these signs leading up to this, that I do have this connection with what it is that's bigger than me. I have this connection with this community and that 5782 is going to be a wonderful year. It's going to be the best year yet. I know that. I know that we're going into times of transition and I know that we all chose to be here. In Kabbalah and Judaism, mystical Judaism, the year 7000 is when the Mashiach will come, is when the Messiah will come, is when we will see a new age of consciousness, a new bridge of spirituality. What it is, we don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know that anyone knows. But 5782 is not that far off from 7000 in spiritual time. So we're all here preparing right now, in my mind, for whatever it is. And the sooner we become free within ourselves, the easier everything's going to be. And I woke up this morning and was like, everything I kind of talked about when I first became a rabbi, when I first uh, began a Havaina, is coming to fruition. We just moved into a beautiful, beautiful new office space in downtown Hilo. I have a spot in town where I can now offer counseling and Hebrew lessons and Reiki treatments and reach out, please, if you're interested. We got our amazing, amazing, amazing Torah that's exquisite, and I can't wait for us to read and share from everyone. Unfortunately, we weren't able to um, have our Torah celebration and dedication due to restrictions, and they're not being able to have a minion, and I don't feel right reading Torah without a minion. But it's going to happen when it's meant to happen. And the fact is, the Torah is here, and we have this artifact. It's beyond an artifact. It's a token of God, if you will, a gift of God, just so sacred that survived Nazi Germany and a synagogue in Poland that was destroyed only to be here on the big island of Hawaii with us, with the Havaina. And I just think about the healing that right there, the circle that's coming close, all the deep, deep spiritual healing that's being done on a level we can't even comprehend. My family's Polish. I had a lot of family that was lost in the Holocaust. So thinking that one of my very ancestors could have read from this Torah that that we have now in Hawaii. And everyone knows I've talked a lot about the connection between Hawaii and Judaism and the link there. So we're in biblical times. We're in spiritual times. We are in times of change and shift and we have to do our part and start to understand a bigger, deeper level of what it means to be free on an individual level and what it means to be within our power and in that connection to source. So with that said, Lashana Tova Tikatevu, wishing everyone a beautiful, happy, healthy 5782 and easy fast, calling on you to love your neighbor as yourself, not give in to temptation of divisiveness, I feel like we're living in Sodom and Gomorrah in so many ways with the internet and social media and the way we can attack one another and things. So if there's anywhere that you feel called to repent, pray, ha'oponopono, find that one mint with yourself 
be at one with yourself and be at one with the moment and at one with God. If you feel called to support the podcast, make a donation to the Torah, uh, sign up for the email list, please go to the website, www.ahavaaina.org. Check us out. There's a page there that says give. You can easily make a donation. And I'm here to be of service. Whatever it is I can do to be of service, let me know. And again, if you're listening and there's something that needs to be healed between us, please let me know. I'm all about closing these circles so that our circle can actually be open. There can't be gaps in it. We have to come together as one. So with that said, I am free. You are free. May we all find freedom within 5782. Shalom. Shalom.